Hi. Hi. I'm Rachel. I'm Shelly. And this is... Dynamics! metal intro <laughs> hope you liked it i don't even know we're gonna get emails about <laughs> how that's that not really black metal that's fine i don't think so all right fine anyway chicks and dicks what's up um yeah i i asked you a question i know i don't even know this week has been crazy how drunk are you right now a little bit uh, just a little a little a little tipsy yeah definitely okay. not driving home no no, no. that's it's, yeah it's two hours away <laughs> She's sleeping on my couch. <laughs> I am. It's a comfortable couch. It is. It? It's not a bad couch. Mm. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah. How's yeah. the new job? New job is great. I'm not managing my time as well as I could be. Oh, because you're reading romance novels? Because I'm busy reading romance novels <laughs> okay, at work. Perfect. Just <laughs> I for, hope just for the listener from the job ever listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. But yeah, no, it's going well. I'm very happy to be employed. Thank you. No problem. So yeah. this week, the book is Rachel's pick. Yes, I picked Under Fire by Catherine Mann. It is the third book in the Elite Force series. And I picked it because it's got a hot bod on the cover. You always pick it. That was it. That was... You're... Well, I was trying to go over something a little bit different. Yeah, um, than the highbrow bear. The... I get it. I get it. I, I didn't it. pick bear. It was a nice... <laughs> It was no, it was a nice change of pace because we hadn't really done like a military. Well, okay, there was out Canadian wolf, wolf. No, we have which was sort of military, but it was supernatural. But that was supernatural. This is just more like military without the supernatural. We'll throw a synopsis to it. it. Okay, let's have, all right. let's have a synopsis. Okay, so here we go. Oh, and by the way, there might be a dog whining in the background. That's mine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Interesting side note. We'll probably get to this at one point in the book, but there is a fun, nerdy pop culture connection between your dog's name and a dog in the book. Yes. Did you catch that? I did catch yes. it. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so go All on. All right, we'll get yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> so, a decorated hero, pararescueman Liam McCabe, lives to serve. Six months ago, he and Rachel Flores met in the horrific aftermath of an earthquake in the Bahamas. She chose it because the main protagonist is Rachel. <laughs> No, it's so weird to read a book or watch a movie or a TV show when someone has your name. You just wanted to be the hot character that was getting fucked. I am the hot character, and I'm getting fucked, but not in a sexy way. <laughs> Go on. They were tempted by an explosive attraction, yet parted ways. Still, Liam has thought about Rachel every day and night since... Now, after ignoring all his phone calls for six months, Rachel has turned up on base with a wild story about a high-ranking military traitor. Her claim... Oh, sorry. She claims no one but Liam can help her, and she won't trust anyone else. With nothing but her word and the testimony of a discharged military cop to go on, Liam would be insane to risk his career, even his life to help the woman who left him in the dust. The one thing I don't understand is that's actually not accurate. And she wrote not it. at all. Um, first of all, he's not discharged. He's on leave. He is on medical leave. <laughs> for PTSD. For PTSD. <laughs> so, so this... Like, this woman doesn't even know what the fuck she wrote. <laughs> maybe someone else wrote the synopsis. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway. So, uh, obviously, they didn't read the book. Um... <laughs> 
There's someone who wrote like the first so draft. So I would like to start with chapter one. Uh, okay, that's a good place to start. Begin at the beginning. Okay, so Rachel, you, you you basically are thrown into the situation where Rachel is breaking into a car. Yes, yeah. on a military on base. On a military base, which makes you wonder about... The security. the security on the military base. <laughs> Which comes up again and again. Again and again. They're like, oh, you just broke into my car. That's fine. So she breaks into this car of this dude that she knew from a search and rescue mission. In she- the Bahamas, which they keep bringing up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'd like to bring up the fact that we didn't read this because of the recent hurricanes that have been going no that there. had nothing to do but at the with... same time i was reading i was like "Ooh, on point for disasters in the area yeah I, not <laughs> my intention honestly hot pot okay, just i just i just wanted to say to our listeners in the bahamas sorry sorry yes yeah, not not our intention no not we didn't all. know where this was located or the fact that this this had to do with a lot of dogs lots of dogs yeah because we like did literally not four-legged canines rescue me and that was a lot of dogs. And this book has a lot of dogs as well. Yes. And we'll get there. But so, anyway. Anyway, so Rachel Flores is a search and rescue specialist for disaster rescue, and she trains dogs. Uh, well, she okay, so presently she trains dogs as therapy dogs. Yes. But used to do search and rescue, burned out, because apparently this Bahamas job was really super intense. Uh, and that's where she met Liam. So this is a whole other book that we yeah. didn't read. doesn't really matter because, like, half yeah. the book is in this book anyway. Yeah, so. and I don't really care anyway. <laughs> so, so who cares? Yeah. So essentially, so she knows Liam. And so in Chapter 1, we are greeted with the fact that she's breaking into his uh, Jeep with a knife. Because that's, yeah. that's all she needs is she needs a knife to rip the canvas of the Jeep. And so she, she can just, reach and, in and, and she just door. unlocks yeah. the door and her and her dog, Disco, jump in it and just wait for Liam to show up so that she can <laughs> tell him that she's part of an international conspiracy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> and it gets progressively more ridiculous from there. Um, you, I, When we talked on the phone earlier today about this, you had a bone to pick about the security on base. Well, yeah. I mean, some <laughs> random civilian gets onto the base, and she and and I have a bone to pick actually later on in the book about when she's in the base, in okay. particular. Um, for the moment now, I'm just like, what is the security going on in the base? Like, do they not have cameras? Because later on, at the end of the book, they mention how they have video of her breaking into this truck, but yeah. no one noticed it at the time it was happening. And this is a secure special ops base. <laughs> But she 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 was being followed earlier, like before she breaks into the car on the base. She was being followed. She noticed she was being followed, and she drove to the base because she know the car following her wouldn't be able to get onto the base, but she would be able yeah. to talk her way onto the army base. Yes, and then also the fact that when she was on the base, her, her car was stolen. And used to yes. ram into them. Yeah. And but we find out how that happened, yes. how her car was stolen from the base. But still, it's it's still one of those things where you're like, the security here Come really on, sucks. Man. Like, yeah. if you don't know who's done it by now, <laughs> and they make it like a who's done it kind of novel. It is oh, very man. much a suspenseful who's done it. Yeah, and so, it's okay. so here's, so stupid. Here's my problem with the whole thing. So uh, I've mentioned before that I like to read this series of novels by Preston and Child, and they're the Pendergast books. And they're very thrilling and exciting and just, like, 
kind of trashy, but I love them and I can't stop reading them. And the next one's coming out soon and I'm very excited. Um, so those novels, all of those books follow a formula. And maybe it's a little bit predictable, but at the same time, like, you know what you're getting and there's comfort in that. And the formula works. Like, these guys have spent a long time perfecting their formula for an action thriller. Okay, so how does that refer to this book? So this book has a lot of intrigue and should be an action thriller and should have, I feel like it probably should have followed this particular formula because you have, there's a, people keep talking about the summit that's taking place in a couple of weeks. Yes. And so there's an expectation there that the climax of the novel will be set at the summit. Which it doesn't. And it doesn't. (laughs) And that's like a huge problem for this book. I I know. And again, you sort of, I get maybe it's because I've just read a lot of action thriller novels. Uh, I expect certain plot points to happen at certain points along the journey with these characters. I don't mind. But here's and it doesn't play out that way at all. And that, like, that's okay. Sure. They're not going to follow the Preston Child model because Catherine yeah, Mann no, no, no. ain't I Preston Child. But there should have been a big climax at the summit. Agreed. And that doesn't happen. I agreed. But here's the thing is like, I don't mind unconventional writing. Sure. When things are surprisingly don't happen. Totally fine but with that. But when it doesn't make sense to when it actually happens <laughs> and how it happens, which we'll get to in a couple minutes, I can't stand it. So I agree with you. They keep on talking about the summit. It's going to be inevitable. Uh, it's a big deal. It, so essentially what happens is, is that this um, military cop is in Afghanistan and he hears all these people speaking. Yeah, this speaking. guy Brandon Harris. Brandon Harris is there and he overhears all these conversations and puts it together that these guys Someone's... are giving away military secrets for a spy satellite yes. that the U.S. is using, and therefore they're going to sell these secrets to foreign governments or other interested parties. Yeah, specifically for this yeah. one major can advance his career. Yes. He's looking to frame somebody for selling military secrets he... so he can get another star. Yeah, and so this guy, Brandon Harris, ends up with the information that is required to pinpoint and finger these individuals within the U.S. Navy. Yeah, he knows about the treason. Yeah, finger. I, I said it. Finger. Our producer is laughing because <laughs> I said finger. His ass off. Yeah. So, but here, Brandon's problem. Here, have some more Hungarian wine. There you go. <laughs> so, Brandon <Yeah>. unfortunately <laughs> suffers from PTSD. So people don't take him seriously. Which is fair enough. A lot of fair, people. Okay, don't. fine. Enter Rachel Flores who trained the therapy dog that Brandon now has to help him deal with his PTSD. He told her about this conspiracy theory and his suspicions. And because she's a good person and wants to help people, she has gone to the cops. She's sort of exhausted every avenue open to the her. The cops don't believe her. No one believes her. No one believes him. Yes. Because there's no evidence. Which yeah. there is, which he has. Which, he, which there is, which he has, but... He's crazy. Yeah. But he doesn't give it over to the cops, which would make them believe him. Like, it's just, there's, oh, man. Anyway, right? so, that's how she ends up in the back of Liam's car. Yeah. So <laughs> she's the beginning in, of the book. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's how the book starts. Yeah. <laughs> how frustrated were you with the way this is written in that they keep going over the same shit? Again, it's very and again. It's extremely redundant. And again, and we have encountered this problem before with other books that we read. There is so much filler and so much backtracking of the same ground. Well, so to be fair, okay, so or to go, to go back to the storyline, if there is one, 
that's actually there is one it exists agreed okay fine i'll give her that much credit (laughs) um so to go back to the storyline the therapy dog is then sent to the same doggy daycare that um what's her nuts rachel rachel yes what you're looking at me (laughs) i can't remember her name exactly so (laughs) rachel so the the therapy dog has gone to the same uh doggy daycare that rachel's dogs are at while she's going and hiding in Liam's car. Yes, she drops. She has so, like a ten dogs. Yeah. So here's the thing is, and and it <laughs> just so happens that the woman who runs the doggy daycare has, has a crush. Has the hots for Brandon. Brandon Harris. So there you have the connection between two friends who love yeah. their dogs. But I liked that. And it was cute. Like that was really cute. I didn't mind it, but the problem was again the redundancy of like you're constantly going back and forth and no one's solving any issues. Well, everyone is so fucking insecure. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I understand. Like, okay, Brandon Harris has PTSD. You okay, that's like fine. fine. But she's like, she's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. What's her name? Um, Katriona. Katriona. Right, because everybody calls her Cat. Well, no, Brandon calls her Cat. Right. I think no one in her life has ever called her Cat. I don't remember. I knew a Katriona when I was a kid. Was she a bitch? She was mean to me. <laughs> there you go. Totally sounds like she a bitch She said something name. really mean to me in grade seven, and I have never forgotten it. Really? Can you yeah. repeat it on the podcast? Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, let's go I through psychotherapy so on the side. Okay, okay so, digression. Psychotherapy. So, session one. <laughs> uh, at my school, where I went for junior high, which is for American listeners, that's middle school, uh, on on your birthday, people would decorate your locker. Yeah. And on my birthday, I didn't have a lot of locker decorations, Aww. which, okay, fine. But, you know, I had a few, and it was very touching, and I, I was very... I got a Metallica poster on mine. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, so fucking Catriona walks up to me and says to my face on my birthday, if you had more friends, you would have more decorations on your locker. Oh, yeah, I know. Where, does, where does this woman live fucking now? Fucking bitch. The room, yeah. the room is stunned by Eat this one. shit, yeah. Catriona. Catriona can suck my balls. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You want me to take her down? So take I her hate down. everybody named Catriona. Okay, so you didn't like Catriona in this book then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so close. He almost made our producer spit out his wine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, so continue. So I lost all track. uh, I got lost. From from the trauma? Okay, that's fine. (laughs) So essentially, so Kat. We'll just call it Kat. Kat. Let's call it Kat. All right. I can deal with that. So Kat has a a thing for Brandon. Brandon has no clue because he's stupid. He's okay, though. Like, Brandon... He's a solid dude. He is a solid dude. Everybody underestimates him because of his PTSD, and I found that really tiresome. Yes, agreed. Can I trust this guy? Because he's crazy. I mean, to be fair, though, like, there's a certain... There's a certain stigma for PTSD, and I think that's what was playing on when she wrote the book, But it was just a bit too much. Yeah, the whole can't get it up and hasn't been with a woman thing. Well, there was that, but also, it's like, can I trust him? I don't know if I can trust him, but I want to trust him, but I don't think I can trust him. Can I trust him? Are his eyes clear? Is he thinking straight? It's like, dude. And then, well, and also, she's like, should I? Should I not? Yeah, so it was, but that was the redundancy of the the part of the book that I was just like, okay, move past this. Because honestly, for the ten chapters that they were at their house... (sighs) You're like, when they go back to the house, you're like, okay, I get it. Let's just keep on skipping forward here. Yeah. So, Brandon's a mess. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And nobody believes him, and that's really frustrating. Um, Why doesn't anyone believe him? 
Because like, he's got PTSD. Yeah, no, but he has so evidence. He, I know. Like, he's got evidence. He's got fucking evidence. But I guess because of his PTSD, it doesn't No one wants make to him, see his evidence? Like, no one wants to be like... No, it's not even that. He just... He, it doesn't make him credible. And nobody knows he says he actually has evidence until much later on because he's not telling everybody the whole story. True. Okay, true. Which is understandable because it's a pretty... Not a big conspiracy, but the guy at the center of it is a big deal. So you got to be careful who you talk to when you're thrown around these accusations. I'd like to say he's kind of a big deal, but not like a huge deal. <laughs> well, he's like a one-star general. I know. I, um, I just... I, what? So this whole story, the way it develops, is that these guys and his team... Um, Liam's team. Liam's team backs him up. And they're like, okay, we're going to do whatever you want because they're like the, the equivalent of the SEALs. I don't even know. They're the, para-rescuemen. I don't know what the hell that means. Para-jumpers. They're like para paratroopers, essentially, is what they are. They don't really tell you what that means. They jump out of airplanes. <laughs> to do what? <laughs> to, I guess. Because he to, was a ranger, and then they're came, like, we no, jump yeah, out of so, airplanes. Like, so and then, Liam was an army ranger, and then, I guess, moved into... Um, para rescue. Like maybe this is where the other which were called para jumpers at one point, which I guess were paratroopers. So basically, mm. they parachute into rescue missions or dangerous okay. places to carry out missions, whether they be rescue type missions or uh, like <laughs> other kinds of, of military operations. Like black, I guess they're trained to do whatever because they're all medics. Also, you find out. Yeah. Uh, and Liam met Rachel. See, to be on like, a rescue mission. Yeah, I just like I didn't really understand exactly what that meant, and it's I, I think that's also because we're in book three, maybe, maybe yeah. Like, but well, one of the books is obviously oh, it's not really pertinent to the shitty story. No, it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> He's got a tattoo on his ass. Yes, <laughs> that's what it really boils down to. They all do. <laughs> all para rescue men have like a green footprint on their butt. Is that or maybe true? Elsewhere. If we have any pararescue men listening, I'd like to know. Yeah, let is us that, know. Like, maybe it doesn't have to be on your ass, but I imagine the green footprint PJ thing is real. Okay, so can we get down to the sexual elements of this? Sure. So we don't bore our audience to death. All right. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about sex. Yeah, totally. I'm not going to go there. Oh, damn it. I set you up I so know, nicely. you totally did. Um, <laughs> not not going to take the bait. <laughs> so my whole thing is that there's this tension air quotes, that resides in this relationship because they've always wanted each other since, like, uh, since this the Ra- Rachel and Liam. Six months always- ago. Yeah. Yeah. And and it never happened. They kissed, but nothing really ever yeah. really went down. They never hooked up. Literally or figuratively. <laughs> um, and then she just thinks of someone that she can trust to divulge her secrets. And so yeah. she thinks of um, Liam. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Sure, why not? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, My problem resides in the fact that he brings in his whole team. Yep. Which have technically taken an oath to the U.S. government. Yes, but they trust him. He's been their leader. And there's a lot of... going against... Loyalty. He's not... No, he's not going against... not going Because... So Rachel comes to Liam with her problems, and He's a fixer. He's... (laughs) That means something totally different. I mean, go on. Um, so he uh, arranges a meeting with some higher ups in the military, uh, and 
after that meeting, Rachel and Liam, and like Brandon is missing at this point. Nobody knows where he is. And he's with the dog. Walker. He's with the dog sitter, <laughs> but nobody knows that. Uh, and there's this very frustrating few chapters where they're calling each other, but they keep missing each other, Rachel and Brandon. It's really fucking aggravating. Yeah. And they fuck in the parking lot almost. Who? Rachel and Liam or yeah, Brandon? Yeah. And no, and they Katriona. go to the they go to the CD hotel. Oh, that's way later. No, I'm not, I'm not even there. Okay, yet. we have to move on because like no, there's no, nothing that happens. I'm just trying to set them. this up. So Liam sets up a meeting for Rachel to talk to some higher-ups in the military to uh, explain what's going on with this Brandon Harris guy and what he told her about this conspiracy that she doesn't honestly know a whole lot about, but it seems to be really important, and it's all about um, someone high up in the military selling military secrets. Mm -hmm. Uh, And after that meeting, she and Liam are put into secure housing on base, and later on that night, the Liam's ex-girlfriend who is in this, like, special operations division. She's CIA. She's whatever. She's CIA. She's like, you two need to get the fuck out of here. Something's going on. I don't know what. I can't tell you. We never find out how or why she knows who's in charge of this or who's at the center of this conspiracy. But she just tells them to leave. Well, she's sleeping with the person that's well, in yeah, the but at this but, but we never get no. that part of the story. How no. she figures Which out... Which I think was okay. ...why this dude Because it was given is, to us later. Yeah, but again, it's just... Maybe because I just read a lot of thrillers, I expect, cer- I, again, certain plot points to be revealed at certain points in the I story. I didn't think that was terrible. I, it, just, I, th- I didn't think it was great, but I, I didn't just, think it was great. Because I... Be- and I... Again, because I'm coming at this from a totally different angle than you are, maybe it's because the author didn't know how to tackle that particular this issue. This is a romance novel, not a But at the same time, thriller. but she wrote a fucking thriller. So there are rules for romance and rules for thriller. But she's intersect. writing a romance. This is in the romance. This is not <laughs> in the thriller. But it's a thriller storyline. No, no, this is a anyway. romance. I think the writing dictates that this is a romance. <laughs> anyway, so Rachel and Liam leave the base, and they fuck off to the Everglades. With all the sexual tension between them. With all the sexual tension between them, they it's too late to actually uh, head to the cabin that's actually in the Everglades. So they're going to hole up at this, like, seedy, shitty motel outside the Everglades, and <sighs> they finally have sex. And they nearly get busted for prostitution. <laughs> The prostitution <laughs> angel was actually kind of cute. Well, not cute, like, but like entertaining. It was kind of funny, I guess. But it's like, oh my god, are these two ever gonna get down to it? They do, and they do. Yeah, and it's not like okay. What do you think about the sex? It was all right. It, it was wasn't. Okay. There was nothing like it was. It was in the sense of mediocre hot, not like super hot. Yeah. Like it's there was like, a lot of description. So there was a description from this fact of like what was moving where, but you had no description of genitalia. There was no description like Liam wasn't huge, he no, wasn't small, he was a medium. So like you pressed can, against her. Yeah, exactly. That kind of like could have been yeah, could have been a pencil. Her it wetness been a enfolded dog. his fingers because yeah. again, there's just like <laughs> everybody loves a finger bang. <laughs> <laughs> Our producers love it when we say finger bang, finger bang. by the way. That's going to be our new t-shirt. Finger Everybody bang. loves a finger Hashtag bang. finger bang. Hashtag finger bang. <laughs> oh, I almost spit out his drink once oh. again. So close that time. Um, but 
there is a there's a jump in time. So they they yes. actually have sex for the first time ever, and it's I'm hot ish, I suppose. Uh, not like really as not not like other stuff we've read. What, with it the depends. Description. Like, it depends on like what your thing is. That's true, but she doesn't. She doesn't go overboard with no. the descriptions. No, definitely not. I've read hotter, but it wasn't yeah. as bad. It, no, no, it wasn't that bad. Um, but then he jumped forward in time, and it's some time later, and she's had like her third orgasm, and he's going down on her in the shower. I'm like, I would have liked yeah. to have experienced yeah, like, this. Where, yeah, and also like, where, like, how did we organically evolve to Get this from, space? From the door <laughs> to the shower. As a woman, I need some context in this. Like, does I'd he like, carry her over there? Yeah. Do they stop? At the bed along the way. Exactly. Like, and they're in the seediest fucking hotel room ever. So you're like, is there mildew in there? Like, <laughs> Ew. I know. Well, that's well, they, Because they, they make just, a point about the bed sheets. Yeah, they make a point about putting down their bed rolls their because bed rolls the on top bed of was the disgusting. <laughs> so they're fucking on this disgusting bed. Right. And then you're like, then they're, 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 like, they're like, and then, and then, they're, then they're basically like, oh, we don't have to fuck on the bed. We can fuck in the shower because that's clean. They actually discuss this. Yeah, but then they also fuck on the bed. Yeah. On top of their sleeping bags. Yeah. Because the bed's gross. Because the bed's gross. But if you know about bed bugs, that doesn't matter. <laughs> They're going to just contaminate that crap. Anyway, but the, I mean, you have to wonder if that, like, was the, was the shower immaculate for some reason? Like. I don't know. No, because we don't spend a lot of time in the shower. I know, I know. But we it's just cut like, to the shower. But I love it the fact He's that. has gone down on her. I just love the fact that they were like, let's do this cleanly. Let's go to the shower, assuming it's going to be cleaner. Right. In a seedy motel. Have you ever been in a seedy motel? Yeah. Yeah. I no, have. I'm a, I'm asking the author, not you. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have, and I have. <laughs> Note to self, not in this context. No, no, not in this context. No. No, <laughs> I've not fucked a guy in a senior motel. motel. Full disclosure the floor to, to the audience. <laughs> so, moving on. Moving on. So they go to the Everglades. There's like this cabin in the woods. In the in the glades. In the glades, and then the rest of the team shows up because they're coming to help out and find out. Like, and Brendan Harris has showed up with with cats. Yeah. Place. No, no, but so and okay. That's kind wait, wait, wait. Of hilarious. Can we can we just talk? Wait, step back a second. Okay. All right. So everybody, the team is all decided they're going to be loyal. Yeah. To Avengers Liam. assemble. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be loyal, Liam. So they all show up at this glade in this in this Florida cabin in the Florida Everglades. That's great. Mm. Okay. Fine. And then Brandon Harris Brandon is there because up. he's been picked up by one of his team members as well, who has helped them out through a very. Um, harrowing experience. We'll just yes. say that. Yeah, and that like totally cool. Mm. So Brandon and Kat are there. Uh, Liam and Rachel are there. This and then everybody guy, else is like, yeah. This other couple is there, and then there's this other dude who's on his own, and he's he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's or the wife. bitter and has to work through his past. Whatever. Yeah. So, um, Rachel and Liam, I guess, have more very quiet sex. Okay, fine. Yeah, which yeah. we sort of, which the book glosses over. But this is an opportunity for Brandon and Kat, Kat to get together to finally hook up, which is they're both really hot for each other. Yeah, and so Brandon goes on about how he has PSD and he can't get it up. PTSD. PSD. PTSD. Okay, PTSD. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> PTSD, and he can't get it up. And then she's like, "Yeah, that's cool. Good on her." Yeah, and she's oh. like, she's wonderful. She's, she's so good. She's at, the perfect woman. She is the perfect woman. She's so patient. And caring and non-judgmental and all this other stuff. 
and just she waits him out and he is attracted to her uh and so when he finally does get it up yeah they're fucking going at it and this is yeah. like thin walls in a little cabin but they're quiet they make like it's just i just think it's funny that everybody's like so concerned about other people listening to them have sex yes but everybody's having, having sex, sex. <laughs> yeah no agree except for one guy one guy, <laughs> one guy one guy is not, i guess they're being considered like the one guy jose is not having sex yeah but that's you know what he brought this on himself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he could have brought a chick to the cabin. He could be hooking up. I guess so. <laughs> he seems to like the one night stands better though. Um. So, I that's really like the af, after that. That's kind of the sex sort of ends after this point. Hmm. There really isn't much else going on in terms of sexy sex in this book. After it's all sort of relationship talk. Yeah. And. This is where it gets really tiresome for me because fucking Rachel and Liam just, again, and this is something we run into time and again in these books, these characters get in their own way. And Liam decides to themselves shut down. out so, of relationships. I have to say, the one thing that this book has is a little bit of everything. It's got action. It's got adventure. It's got gator wrestling. <laughs> yeah, fucking gator wrestling. There's a gator wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. It was so. Oh, anyway. I'm not going to say, like, I didn't hate this book. I actually had a very hard time connecting with this book. And I, this is a me problem. I get that. I think I just wasn't into it. Didn't want to read anything. The one thing that bothered me. Just, okay. I just, I, I just couldn't be, connect. To be fair to your assessment, the one thing I really hated was the ending. Yeah, the ending's shit. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so no one does anything that makes sense. <sighs> All right, lay it out for us. Okay. <laughs> so they go to this um, hut in Florida, which is owned by his uncle, which has all these high-tech oh, computers. No. His ex-wife's oh, uncle. Oh, sorry, sorry. His ex-wife's uncle. Liam goes, it's Liam's ex-wife uncle's place that has, has all these high-tech oh, computers. No, they, I think they bring the computers. The When the team shows up, I think they have the way, computers. It has high-tech computers. They Whatever. hook up to the interweb matter. and they uh, go and try to uh, upload the data from the cell phone that Brandon has. Yes. From his mission in Afghanistan. So then... Which, I just want to add, he has the data on a chip in an iPhone. Yeah. That he copied. I don't think that can happen. Can you... One of our producers is saying, no, no. no, You can't can't, open an iPhone and insert a data chip. No. There was a whole case about this recently, actually. (laughs) I do believe. (laughs) Anyway. We're not going to go into the ethics of it, but we're well, just going to say it's, it's, it's just not, the fucking technology. Um, anyway. <laughs> sorry. We hey, got, hey. We, got, we, we have a service dog stealing some <laughs> earphones. Um, uh, yeah, now we're distracted by the dog. By the doggo. Um, so anyway. Yeah, so at we're the talking end, about the end of the book and how much it sucks. <laughs> so essentially what ends up happening is that the information they send via computer to... Uh, Liam's ex-girlfriend who is a CIA agent yes and then she receives the information and she's fucking uh, the general who is the leaker yes and he's the guy at the heart of this General Sullivan Tim Sullivan Tim Sullivan so she's screwing him and and she decides that she's gonna use him because she only likes one night stands anyway that's previously disclosed um 
And so she decides she's going to use him to get the information, and then she finds out what's really going on. And at the end, you're kind of almost thrown into the situation where they're like, we're going to take a plane because everything's on the okay back to the base. So they fly to the base. I don't know from where or how or who they got The parking there. lot at the Florida Everglades. Yes, of course. There is an airplane waiting for them in the parking lot yeah. to pick them up and fly them back to base. Of course. Okay. That's, yes. that's what I assumed as well. And then so they get to this base. <laughs> they land. They're all split up. Yep. Everybody's, everybody's, everybody, no, every operative isn't there. The fucking general is there. Yeah. So the general picks up the two people he's decided to hate for the whole book. Well, Rachel and Brandon, he's been gunning for them right from From the start. Yeah. And, but everybody else knows what's going on anyway at this point. But they don't know it's him. No, but at the same time, it's not like he made himself inconspicuous afterwards because he's an idiot. Well, that all comes out later. No, but still, if you were a fucking general, you think you'd be Get your a shit little together? smarter to be like, maybe people wouldn't discover yeah. if I just shot this guy in my fucking car. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. I steal this fucking airplane. It's all going to work out just fine. So essentially what happens is the General Tim Sullivan takes Ted. Rachel. Ted. Ted, Ted. Oh, is it Ted? Yes. Okay, so anyway, so General Sullivan <laughs> takes the two, uh, Rachel and Brandon. Brandon, and he takes them in the car, and he shoots Brandon in the car, takes Rachel, and takes an airplane, which point I would like to point out, and this is where I have major problems, that there are flight plans. This is where you have problems? I have, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is where I have more problems. I have many problems with this. So he takes an airplane. There's, like, no flight plans. He's got permission to take off from base because he's a general, which would never well, happen. Well, he's like, I'm a general. I can do whatever no, I you, want. you fucking can't. You can't. <laughs> no, dude. There's, that's this not... is a fucking cargo plane. And that's not the way aviation works. And the fact that he's like, I can fly anything I want, and he can't fly it. And he doesn't know how to fly the plane. Yeah. Anyway, so... There's so many logistical things wrong with the fact that they let him take off. He yeah. has to get permission from... Like air control traffic control to actually the tower to get off the ground, and they're like, "Well, he can just get off the ground anyway." I mean, they're not going to stop him. Where from... is he? Like the Libertarian Airway? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a big fucking plane. <laughs> he can take off if he wants right, to. Right. Okay. Sorry, my but he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, of course. Because and just... again, this is the this is a problem with the way the book ends because if this were better structured, all this shit would be going down at the summit. Yes, absolutely. And not on an airfield and in the air over the Pacific. So anyway, so he takes off and he doesn't even have a plan on where he's going. No, he just flies. Yeah. He doesn't think that his plan is ever going to go wrong. And then... And he's supposed to be calculating and exacting in everything that he does. He's he's gotten this far and yet... He's got like a 50-year plan. Liam can undo him with, hey... I've done a, like an undergrad in a psych course. Not <laughs> even. I've I've been to couples therapy. Yeah, I can get right, inside yeah. this guy's head. I just have to appeal to his ego. He's, he's a big narcissist. So it's quite literally <laughs> two lines of dialogue that convinces him to turn around to the turn, plane. Yeah. Oh my god. And get him home, and then everything's fine. And by the way, the ex CIA girlfriend dead. Dead. Strang- dead in the truck. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He killed her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we're getting the what the fuck from our producer here, and that's what we thought when we read this. And everything wraps up in a nice tidy bow. Yeah, nice. it's a nice, it's a nice, neat little package at the end. Yeah, yeah. Rachel and Liam get over their shit. There's so many, and they live happily ever after. There's so many things though, just in the writing of this book. So let's hear it. 
Okay, so this is just in chapter four, and this is when uh, Kat and uh, Brandon are together. So, did sharing a Big Mac in his truck count as a date? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) He didn't ask you on a date. You're never on a date. You didn't go to McDonald's. In a date. (laughs) You just, you were escaping a situation. Just like to clarify. <laughs> oh, and the best part is okay. When we're describing Liam, he's like, "This is I love this." And I and I said this to two ladies. I was actually in a law office with my mother when we when I was reading this, and I started laughing out loud. And they're like, "What are you laughing at?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm currently reading a terrible romance novel." <laughs> And they're like, well, what are you laughing at? And I said, oh, it's a description of one of the protagonists. What is it? And it's like, as his bottle green eyes held her, held hers. And I'm like, and I turned to them and I'm like, is it like wine bottle green? Heineken green? I'm like, this is really hot. Like, what am I, what am I going <laughs> like for here? Seven up bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Ginger ale? Like, what is <laughs> there was something that just caught my attention of this book that I was just like, what are you possibly talking about? <laughs> Well, the the author, so this this kind of got to me a little bit, and let me know if you felt the same way. Oh, and she's working very hard to try to use language in a really artistic and expressive way, but her grasp of language maybe isn't quite there. So, so she'll write phrases that don't quite get there in terms of the expressive qualities that she's going for. So when they, can I just, okay, so when they finally yeah. get into the base... A series of entrances, passageways, and security codes later, Liam opened a final door. Not at all what she'd expected. She just... What? So, first of all, she <laughs> just... opened a final door. Not yeah, but at all what he my, expected? My also thing is that she just walked into a security base to give a statement, but didn't have to clear any security codes herself or sign any waivers. I had to go in a NATO base once, and I had to sign my life away, and I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> Like I sent, signed ten disclosure well, forms, and that was just to witness it. a flight simulator. <laughs> and but she's, she's gonna, gonna give a statement. statement. <laughs> so there was nothing here. And she has an appointment. And then on the same page, <laughs> Rachel shot to her feet, her dog's ears radaring forward. I'm like, is, she, is this is this coming from Ivanka Trump's architecture? Architecting. <laughs> so Rachel architected her future with Liam. <laughs> I was like, well, is that even a verb? There's so <laughs> many good ones. <laughs> Too many to choose from, apparently. Yeah. And then she's talking about uh, the uh, CIA agent that was with um, Liam before. What was her name? Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah. yeah. Friends are more. If it had been more than it was in the past, that she was sure of. She just made it with you five minutes ago on the side of the road. Oh yeah. So again, getting back to this thing where everyone gets like in their own way. Has to... People just keep second guessing what they think and what they think their partner thinks, and they just it just goes around in circles. And so Sylvia, like, I know he fucking made out with you on the well, side of the road. Is... I think he likes you. And then this is just it. So Sylvia has to do an interview with her, and so Sylvia keeps on asking hard questions, and she's like, "This agent was a person who didn't trust anyone." I'm like, "Yeah, that's her job." Yeah, right. She has to get the fucking story. She's interviewing to get a god, like so she gets the goddamn <laughs> story straight. Like it's just like everybody's an enemy. Like everybody does this. Like oh, ugh, just oh. 
a handful of people, Harris, McCabe, Flores, for uh, disappearing for the greater good. Like people, in, like, it just it just didn't make sense that all these people would disappear, and then all of a sudden you're an investigator, and you're not like, why are these people disappearing? <laughs> like, why are, <laughs> like these people are all loyal prior to this event. Yeah. No, everybody is bad at their job. Yeah. They're I think is the takeaway. Terrible. Like here, okay. US, <laughs> U.S. government is in more disarray than I thought previously. <laughs> oh, there's so and it's like I think many. the word like it's just oh, oh here you go. Your description of her ex boyfriend. Oh, Caleb. Oh, Caden. 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 That was his name. Fucking torch. Doing this dude. Co- doing community service. Ten years. Doing community service to work off some major speeding tickets. Not what I expected to hear about him. His voice heated at the top of her head. You expect me to go for the bad boy type? He got a fucking speeding ticket. He's I know, not right? A bad not boy. a bad boy. I've gotten a fucking speeding ticket. Like I'm, I'm super hot then. <laughs> let me tell you. Jesus. And they ain't lining up for me. I no. can tell you that right now. Ugh, man. Community or, service for a speeding ticket, though? I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, I again. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Ugh. And, I, and then at the end, he's, like, deciding whether he can be with her. And he's like, but if he got out from the Air Force, his life worked in a different direction from hers. Or so he thought during his stupid-ass fight back at the cabin. And I'm like, why can't you just leave? No, if the, you just want to be with her. No, but the issue is so, they, like, they have sex. They profess their love for each other. And then Liam's like, oh, my God, she has to be in the search and rescue field. I can't hold her back. She's holding herself back. This is what she's meant to do. And I can get in the way with that. Even though I'm retiring from my job and quite literally can go anywhere and do anything after next week. I think my... What the fuck is wrong with you? I think my biggest problem with all of these romances, mostly, is the possession. The possession of one or the other. So he's like, Bahamas, I knew I would claim you. I don't have a problem with the possessor so like much. That. I don't like but it. But he's very patronizing at times. He's like, I'm breaking up with you because it's for the best. It's for you. I'm breaking up with you for you. So you can have the life that you want and deserve. And it's like, dude, she can make up her own mind about the life that she wants well, and, and it, deserves. And that's the whole thing. It's just like the inconsistency in character. And she's just like, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm right. Maybe he's right. But maybe at the same right. time, the <sighs> only thing standing in the way of your love is you so my question is is that do you think this is hot or not not absolutely not again again i admit this is my problem i was not in the right headspace to read this book at the time i had a very hard time connecting with the characters with the possible exception of brandon and catriona i did not enjoy this read it was not hot (laughs) i didn't mind it as much as i read it apart i think that it was it would be enjoyable to a lot of people out there i just i just didn't i didn't in, there were too many inconsistencies for me to really like it i didn't think the the characters at the end and at the beginning the middle was lagging but at the yeah. end in particular like nothing ever made sense yeah that's true and so i was i was annoyed by it because it brought me out of any romantic element that i would ever read and it just yeah. threw me for a loop. I was like, I don't, I don't see why these characters would really do this. So, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't think it was terrible. The sex, I don't think was terrible. It wasn't overly descriptive. But no, it was this, hotter than a lot of stuff we read. Yeah, no, the sex, I mean, even though I guess we both agree that it was kind of downplayed. It was, it was a little bit vanilla. 
Um, it was described okay for like for what happened, and we've read much worse and much boring sex. So the sex is okay. There wasn't a ton of it. No, um, and that was a disappointing thing. Just read the Florida chapters; you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, everybody fucks in the Florida chapters. It's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no, the whole book is set in Florida, so yeah. the Everglades. Yeah, we sorry. need to specify Everglades. where in Florida. My bad. My bad. Sorry. The and the Everglades gator and the gator chapters. wrestling and the gator wrestling. I'm not. No, a, I'm not on the gator wrestling. <laughs> I'm not going to describe the gator wrestling or more specifically, wrestling. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Um. I just, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't think it was good. No. And again, maybe it's because. You think it's not, and I think it's milk toast. Yeah. And I think that just has to do with our own. Frame of mind reading it. Frame of mind reading it. And also literary history. Because, again, I have lots of experience reading thrillers, and I there's certain things I certain formula I guess and I, I think that's your problem I think you're I think you're reading followed. this from the perspective of a thriller and I was reading it from the perspective of a romance but you can still have sexy sex and romance in a thriller novel there are plenty of agreed, opportunities agreed. but for you that are to looking happen. but you're looking at it from this is a romance podcast not a thriller podcast but it's a but but the novel mm. in its essence has all of these thriller qualities because there is a big conspiracy no, I taking no, place there are thr- I, no I agree but it's still yeah. romance it is on the romance shelf, and it has hard abs. You chose it for hard abs. You didn't choose it for a guy on the cover. You know, chose it for hard abs. And I regret the choice that I made. I did not enjoy this book. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I enjoyed it more than Rachel, but I'm not going to say that it was fantastic. But it was better than a lot of the others I read. Okay, fair enough. So far out of all of them, this one is a little more enjoyable for me. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's sure. I got, I got nothing to say to that. Yes, yeah. you shouldn't. So I guess that means we're done. <laughs> Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Friendship and all. <laughs> so I guess that means I've been Rachel. <laughs> and I've been Shelly. Um, keep it sexy. Yeah. Like sexy, don't wrestle any gator sexy, because that hurts, apparently. <laughs> You'll find out if you read the book. <laughs> minutes of silence and we'll pick back up five minutes five ten minutes of silence and then we'll all go home <laughs> <laughs>